Hey everyone, before we get started with today's episode, I want to let you know about a really great credit card offer that's available right now. And it's for my favorite travel card, the Chase Sapphire Preferred Card. And this offer is about to come to an end. We don't have an official end date, but Chase has said that the offer will be ending soon. So if you want to grab it, now would be the time. But this card is typically um, offers a bonus of 60,000 points after you spend $4,000 in the first three months. And it is now elevated to 75,000 points. And we likely will not see an elevated bonus for this card for another year. Uh, historically, for the last few years, they have just raised the bonus at this time of year and only once. So I recommend this card. If you want to fly for free using miles and points, you cannot go wrong with this card. It works very well with my system. Chase works well with Southwest. It's, it's great value from Hyatt. And I personally saved uh, $6,000 using 87000 chase points this year for a hotel stay in Costa Rica. So it's a crazy amount of value that you can get out of these points um, if you understand how to use them properly. So anyway, I would love for you to consider using my affiliate link if you do apply for this card to help support the podcast and my small business. And you can do that by going to familiesflyfree.com slash chase sapphire preferred, all one word, no dashes, no spaces. So thanks for considering and enjoy today's episode. Do you love to travel and save money? Or do you wish you could travel, but money is holding you back? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Families Fly Free podcast, where I show you how to fly your family free forever using my simple fly-free formula. I'm your host, Lynn Mettler. My family of four has mastered the art of flying free as simply as possible since 2015, and I want to show your family how to do it too. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us again for this week's episode of the Family's Fly-Free Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about the magic of Disney at the holidays. And so I brought a special guest on today, Doug McKnight from the Rope Drop Radio podcast. And I was recently a guest on their podcast, and I had so much fun that I wanted to have them um, come on mine. They know so much about Disney. And so we thought this would be a great topic as we are approaching the holidays a little too soon, I think. To start us off, um, before I have Doug introduce himself, I will just give a little history of me with Disney at the holidays. So the first time I ever went was like back in the early 2000s. Um, I used to be a travel writer. And so I got invited on a trip to experience Disney Christmas over like a long weekend. I had never done that before. I'd been to Disney many times, but never done it at the holidays. And I was just totally blown away. <laughs> Thought it was amazing. Had no idea all the things that they did. And so I always wanted to go back and do that again. And we really didn't do it again until last year. So we finally took our kids and we all went back and did it again. Um, but it was not quite as exciting last year. We'll talk about that. But um, so that's my experience. But let me have Doug introduce himself. Just tell us a little bit about yourself, Doug. Well, thank you very much for having me on. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks for coming on to our show. Uh, Derek is my other half of Rope Drop Radio, um, but he is not here today. But we've been doing our podcast for six and a half years. 
And over the last year, we've gotten more listeners than just my mom. So that's exciting. Um, <laughs> so we've been talking Disney for a while. I grew up going to Disney, honeymooned at Disney, started taking our kids to Disney when they were just one years old because they were free. How couldn't we? So we've been going now. They're teenagers. Yeah. But uh, so lots of Disney, lots of time. We love to cruise. We love the parks. Um, we've done Paris as well. It's Ooh. so Disney, come Disney, back Disney. And talk about Disneyland Paris. I oh, yeah. It's, it's fascinating. The, the little differences are are very interesting. Wow. But uh, done Disney over New Year's, over Christmas, Thanksgiving, lots of times. And it it is a great topic. So there you go. Yeah. So go check out Rope Drop Radio. I just tell everyone I laughed the whole way through when I was on your show. So if you want to learn about Disney and be entertained and have fun, definitely go check them out. Um, so let's talk about, okay, what what are the benefits of going to Disney World? And I guess we should talk about the drawbacks too, but um, around the holiday season. And, and we would define that what as November 1st through December 31st. Yeah, so the holiday season by Disney definitions does not match anybody else's calendar except Target. So it's because they sell stuff, you know, year round, basically. So Halloween starts in August. Halloween ends on Halloween. And we have been there for the Halloween to Christmas transition. There are some things up on November 1st. They're starting to get things out. So if you want to do Halloween and Christmas on the same trip, guess what? This is your place. So I think the parties start like November 8th this year. So the Magic Kingdom will be in all of its Christmas glory within a week of Halloween. Now, the rest of the parks, it takes longer. Hollywood Studios then starts to trickle out stuff after that eighth mark. So does Animal Kingdom. And the last park to participate in the holidays, it's like it's the one person that says, get off my lawn. I'm not putting up lights yet until Thanks, like Black Friday. They they wait till after Thanksgiving, like you know, a sane person. But Epcot is the holdout. So really? yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing till the Black Friday. Just stay away, Christmas. Um, hmm. but they have some of the best offerings, so it's a little frustrating, but I get it. I get it. Celebrate Thanksgiving, which they don't actually do, but the holidays are a great time because it's different. So if you've done Disney at spring break, you've done it in the summer, you've done it another time of year, and you're maybe going your second time, and you want to see Disney in a different way, there's yeah. so many decorations, different music. It's just, it brings the parks to life in a different way. And if you do celebrate Christmas, it's definitely a, a fun way, a fun atmosphere, Um it makes it easier to spend money because they play that Christmas music, right? All those surveys say. <laughs> so that's one of the big advantages is just kind of they take magical and then they make it more magical. Disney's really good at that. Yes, it's, that's the big benefit, I think. It's just different. It is. Yeah, I would agree. Like if you want to have a different experience, you you get that. And for me, like last year in particular, I don't know, I just really wanted to get in the Christmas spirit, the holiday spirit. And gosh darn, I know Disney can do it better than anyone mm -hmm. else. Um, and and so that was that was great. We and we 
for a long time have gone at Halloween. Um, that was kind of our default. And I think, Doug, you were just there, right? Checking yeah, out. Yeah, we did a little uh, trip and went to the Halloween party. However, our costume, we were wearing Christmas shirts. Why? So, well, so it's September in Florida. You want a costume that's just simply a t-shirt. Otherwise, you die of heat stroke. So we went as a group of people that accidentally bought the wrong party tickets that was our our the clever just so we wore our mickey's not so scary or mickey's very merry christmas party type of outfit you just wear a disney christmas t-shirt to the christmas party so we wore that we kept telling everyone merry christmas um the cast members that got it laughed hysterically um the other half looked at us like we were crazy people nice yes good costume um and I did want to add, you know, talking about putting up the de- decorations at Universal um, Orlando. When we were there over Halloween, like pre-Halloween, they had Christmas decorations up in Seuss Landing, which I thought was really funny. Anyway, so they they must get a jump on Disney so even. Wacky place that Seuss Landing. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, what about crowding though with the holidays? Because this is Disney's peak season. Um, you're going to pay the most for resorts and and such um now i will say when we went last year we we didn't didn't see many busier than it ever is to us we didn't have any problems we did use genie plus of course but i don't know i it didn't strike me as unmanageable or crazy or anything like that so um 2019 we did new years and i don't know how many times on that trip i said i'm never doing new years again Mm -hmm. i said it a lot um it is crowded it's christmas new year's is the busiest week of the year and you can tell um a lot of the cast members are kind of just like "Ah, i can't do anything to help you so that it's kind of gets you twofold um it's busy and 2020 2021 not as busy um we did christmas in 2020 where you couldn't even park hop and it, it was it was great. All the park passes were gone. The parks weren't that full. That was magical. 2022, that that's over. It's it's okay. back to business. It's going to be absolutely bananas. So spring break of 2022 was just like bananas on top of bananas of people that have canceled a trip for two years, yeah. finally going at spring break. So we're going to have people that are going to be wearing their um johnson family christmas 2020 (laughs) t-shirts this year um because they almost pulled the trigger last year and then someone got cold feet and they canceled right and that's why it wasn't as busy in 2021 there was a little surge in the pandemic and cancellations happened this year nope it's coming be ready. Those park passes will be gone. So if you don't know what a park pass is, make it now. Um, you have to have valid ticket admission. You make a park pass for what park you're going to that day. But it, it's going to be crazy. Yes, yes. The park reservation. Yeah. Park reservations. So um, my suggestion is uh, the name of our show is Rope Drop Radio. Rope dropping is getting to the park early. I would say arrive to the park an hour before it opens. Leave about noon. Eat lunch. Get out. Go take a nice nap for a while. Cool. Yeah. And then you're going to go back for dinner and you're going to stay through park close and then sleep for like two hours and do it again the next day. 
That's why you, you need a hard nap. time with the rope dropping, Doug. I got to tell what you. the naps for the nap. <laughs> the nap is the key. You can't skip the nap. So it's very crucial because most people are going to show up around 10 to 11 a.m. And most people are going to be fed up and leave around 3 to 4 p.m. So you avoid that peak of crowd. So you do the busy, the big ticket attractions first thing in the morning. You go to your anytime attractions in the middle of the day if you're crazy and want to stay. But the great thing is the the weather is usually very nice. It can be chilly almost sometimes. So it's, you're not hot and sweaty all the time. Yeah. So that makes it easier to deal with the billions of people that have arrived in Central Florida. Are they um, increasing the number of people that can reserve at each park this year? I, I'm sure they don't tell us I, yeah. the number, but they don't yeah. share. Right. He's not a sharer of information. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like just based off of spring break 2022, the the park reservation is almost like just so we know who's coming. Now, they're, they are going to sell out of them over the holiday. Um, we were going over Thanksgiving. So that's also, that's like the next busiest time. Black Friday is bananas times three. Um, New Year's is bananas times bananas. However your math works, that's what it is. Um, I was helping do seventh grade math the other night, and I'm pretty sure that was a question. I missed it though, so don't trust me. But the it's just a lot of people concentrated over week because people think, oh, everyone's going to be with their family. We should go to Disney when it's empty. It's not. It's everybody's out of school. Lots of people have those two weeks off of work as well. Um, So you have kind of this tsunami of people. Yeah, we're going to be there for the tsunami of people this year too. It's manageable. You can still have a great time. Great time. Well, let's say, are there, um, if you want to experience at the holidays, but you want to avoid bananas upon bananas mm-hmm. um could you go say early november early december are those better oh, oh infinitely yeah. um honestly just anytime you have to take your child out of school it's infinitely better compared to the christmas break also the days leading up to christmas because your school might get out a few days before some others if you go right then before christmas it's infinitely better than after Christmas. Um, If you can squeeze that trip in, like say the 22nd, 23rd, 24th and fly home on Christmas, which probably going to be the cheapest day to fly on the actual holiday. Right. So we've done that before where we've flown home on Christmas Eve um, where you squeeze it in right away. Or it say your school district is going back a little later in January. You can go at the end of your Christmas break and like New Year's hits New Year's Day, like people go to the park and then the second people, everybody's like, well, got to go home. You could fly down on New Year's Day might be a good option. Yes, that's a good one, too. So those are ways to work the shoulders of the holiday um, to avoid the people a little bit. And you still get most of the offerings. So the Christmas decorations are up until like epiphany january 15th ish at the magic kingdom and epcot they come down very slowly however into january there is no mickey's very merry christmas party and a few of the other things that we'll talk about 
Okay. All right. So resorts um, at the holidays at Disney are beautiful. I think that's really as part mm -hmm. of um, what's amazing about it. They're so beautifully decorated. Uh, do you have a favorite Disney resort? Well, they all put up Christmas trees um, and they're all spectacular in their own way. Even all-star sports, I'm sure is amazing. Haven't been over to check it out. Sorry, but they all decorate from all-star sports through the Grand Floridian. Um, but there's two that kind of stick out in my mind. Uh, Wilderness Lodge has a gigantic tree. It, the lobby is just set up for it. it you got to go if you have time on your trip, like during that nap time, if you're not really a napper, which I don't understand, but you can resort hop, go check out the Christmas trees at the different resorts. The other thing is the gingerbread houses. The oh, gingerbread yeah. houses are very cool and they're not all houses, but you can resort hop to check out the gingerbread houses at I think almost all the deluxe resorts have them. So the monorail loop all has something gingerbread going on. Um, but the one that Grand Floridian has the it's like the house. The yeah, it's like yeah. a actual sized house. Yeah, which turns into a gift shop of gingerbread. Of course it's it is. Disney. Yeah. Um and like uh, the contemporary has been doing frozen, like the castle from frozen and it's different every year a little bit. So we can't say a hundred percent what things will be because it's art. Um, but the beach club is my favorite. They do a carousel and it moves in it. I mean, it's moving food. Yeah. We, that's like where that. we stayed last Thanksgiving. So we got to enjoy the gingerbread carousel. It is yeah. pretty, pretty darn amazing. I got to say. Yes, yeah, so that's my favorite at, okay. at uh, Christmas time. Animal Kingdom Lodge, we did a Thanksgiving trip there one time, and it has a huge, very cool tree. Um, and they also, all the resorts have a different soundtrack. They're all playing Christmas music, and that Christmas music will be themed towards kind of where you're at. So Grand Flow, you kind of have that big bang, big band swing stuff going on. Um Animal Kingdom Lodge, it's like in Swahili. Um, and then like Caribbean Beach, it might just be Jimmy Buffett on loop. Like just <laughs> ho, ho, ho and a bottle of rum. I don't know. I can't say that for sure. That might be made up. Sorry. <laughs> okay, let's talk about some of the special events that they have at the holidays and, and get um, get your thoughts on them and, and my thoughts on them. But um, so the big one, of course, is Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Um, and I checked before we got on, still plenty of tickets left for that. Um, and it goes through what, mid, early November the, to like the 22nd, said. I think is the last party. So okay. So before the, Christmas. Yeah. Before the, the hordes of people show up. So they don't do that Christmas party at Christmas. It's the opposite of Halloween where the most expensive party is on Halloween Christmas, they want everybody to enjoy various Christmas offerings. So they don't close the Magic Kingdom. So yeah. so this is a special ticketed event um, at Magic Kingdom. Uh, after hours, it's $149 to $199 per person this year. Um, so we did this last year. And so over Thanksgiving, the only one you can do is on the Sunday mm -hmm. after Thanksgiving. So that means you have to stay and miss a day of school on Monday if you're going to do that. Um, and we just, we sort of used it as like an extra Magic Kingdom day because you can, doesn't start till seven-ish, but mm -hmm. you can go in at 
three, four, four, four o'clock. Yeah. So you, you get that like to park close and then there's no genie plus or anything. You can just ride the ride. There's a lot less people. You, there's a special Christmas parade. There's a special Christmas show. We have snow on main street. What else am I missing? A fireworks? Fireworks. You, you got the big three of there's a stage show in front of the castle that happens multiple times, a parade that's going to happen twice, and the fireworks kind of happens between the parades. Those are the three big things. The other thing that you get at the Christmas party is similar. It follows the same formula as the Halloween party. Right. Um, other than your costumes are not costumes. Just there, are you going to wear t-shirts. a Halloween costume for maybe? I don't know. We'll see. Um, no, we're not going this year unless something changes. But I don't. Know. We're we're on the wish that Sunday that it comes oh, back. So, nice. um, so you get instead of trick or treating for candy, you get hot cocoa and cookies. So there's like four or five different spots around the park with a different cookie that they're handing out. Um, and so like you might get a ginger snap here and a chocolate chip over here. So you have to seek those out. And the hot cocoa, of course, is good. And I think they had an alternative to hot cocoa for people as well. Um, so that replaces your trick or treating. Uh, you also have dance parties. Um, people love dance parties, I'm told. Do they? Okay. I'm told. They, they usually have one geared towards the kids, like that's a Disney Channel related one. Like they had a zombies dance party at the Halloween. So they'll have something that's like Disney Junior or something to help that crowd. I know they're having characters in Tomorrowland on that stage. And then the other big thing about the parties is there's characters that you won't normally see out to meet. And that's one of the neat things. And they may be in Christmas attire, you know, which might just be a scarf, but it's Christmas. Santa hat. Santa hat, scarf, mm-hmm. or I'll wear that and you can meet me, but it's about the same. <laughs> um, so we did that last year and I did that that first time that I went. The first time I went, I just thought it was amazing. Last year, I didn't think it was so amazing. Um, I don't know. I was just, I, I did they dial it back last yes. year? Okay, last year. like. Yeah, last year they didn't call it Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Right. It was an after-hours event, and yeah. so it was much different. This year, it's like the Halloween party. We're there, and it is back. So just like I expect the crowds to be all back, I expect the Halloween Christmas parties are all back. And um, Okay, so hopefully people love be- them. Yeah, like I love the Halloween parade. Like that's mm-hmm. one. I'm not a big parade person, but that one is just awesome. And you see things you would never see any other time right. of year. So, but I thought the Christmas parade was pretty weak last year. So I don't know. Ah, the Christmas parade, you know, it's to me, it's not nearly as exciting as the Halloween parade. They try. They really do. I mean, you have to- toy soldiers playing trumpets. Yeah. Who doesn't love that? But it's it's not as exciting as the Halloween party. I think something about the villains being out in all the floats of villains, the Haunted Mansion oh, stuff, yeah, the I grave diggers. Yeah. This just I'm going to I'll go on record and say the Christmas party. Meh. But yeah. people love it. So it's not for me, but it may Santa's be for you. Yeah, Kids Santa. There's Santa and you can yell, I know him, things like that. That's fun to do from the crowd. If you channel your inner buddy elf moment. <laughs> right. Gotcha. Um, so you can opt for that. Look at it as like another 
day of, um, you know, Magic Kingdom. We just, we opted out this year. We're just going to do another day of Magic Kingdom is kind of what we decided to do instead of that. And we're not going to stay that Sunday night. We're going to head back home. Um, so another thing that I really like is the candlelight processional mm. at Epcot. Um, and I got to do that. I probably would have never done that if I'd not been on that special trip or whatever, where they were showcasing all of the mm -hmm. holiday stuff. But I really thought that was a, a neat is, is actually is a real Christmas biblical offering. It's a retelling of the, um, the Christmas story and they have celebrity narrators who tell the story. And then there's, um, what do we want to say? Church ish gospel Christmas music by it's a real choir. Gospel choir. Yeah. And lots of choiring. Um, who so, did you see as your narrator? It was the um, Moana voice. I, I forget her name, but she I'm was not going to try to pronounce it. <laughs> yeah. So, so I enjoy that. Everyone else in my family thought that was really boring. So this oh, year, I think. <laughs> boo, boo. They, <laughs> no. oh, I, yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. Um, it's one of my favorite Christmas offerings. They do it three times a night. That's how popular it is. And it's really, really hard to get into. Um, so, yeah, so tell us the tips for getting into that. The, this is one where on our show, we like to say, if you can afford it, you buy your way into things. You just play the game. You fall right in Disney's trap. So to get into this without having to stand in line starting at 9 a.m., which because, you wouldn't want to do because then you waste your time at the parks. Right. So say you're a local with an annual pass. Okay. Got nothing else to do on a Tuesday. Yeah. You can stand there and wait for Neil Patrick Harris for eight hours. Okay. But if you're on vacation, your time is valuable, right? You're, every second you can break down what it's worth. So here's how you get around it. You do the dining package. Uh, not the dining plan, not back, no announcement there, but the dining package. So there's certain restaurants at Epcot where they have it and it's a fixed menu sort of thing. You get like an appetizer entree. Um, I'm not sure how it works at every restaurant. As I read the, the list here, you'll, you'll understand why. So beer garden, which is a buffet and then coral reef, which is you order off the menu garden grill, which is a character meal. This is one that I would recommend. Um, that's all you care to eat. That's a good one. Garden grill, Le Cellier steakhouse, which is signature dining. So that's the most expensive way to that's get into it. Canada. Yeah. Canada steaks, lots of steaks, all yeah. the steaks. Um, then it gets weird. So those you need to make like tomorrow from when we're recording this. Um, so, uh, it's, it's, uh, you make it October 6th and you make your reservation, you show up and you eat at the weirdest times. This is also how they fill the restaurant. So I've eaten dinner at three o'clock in the afternoon because I, all the time. <laughs> I wanted to go to the show. Mm -hmm. Um, so this year they're offering, oh, there's another one, Rosen Crown, which is in the United Kingdom Pavilion. I've eaten there for this very reason. Um, other than Garden Grill, these are restaurants that they're trying to fill. Just FYI. Okay. Although they don't the have. The deal is when you book your package, you get tickets. Get tickets. With it. You, which you still need to go early to the show by like 45 minutes. There's still a long line if you want a good seat. But the people with tickets get in and then they let like five people from standby in. And, you know, they get to fill the rest of it. If you show up at showtime with your ticket, the 
the standby people had already have filtered in and taken all the seats and you're just like laughed at. Um, I was very confused last year about finding the line. I could not find the um, gosh darn line. So the tickets in the past, the people with tickets, um, as you're looking at the theater, so you're standing in the American adventure pavilion facing spaceship earth, the ticket line will be to your left the standby line where people have like a small village set up with a tent and cots and sleeping bags is to the right. So that's usually, so you come from the Japan side to get in the Italy side, I believe would be standby. But now that I've said that they'll change it. (laughs) That's how that works. All right. So then the weird thing this year is there's two restaurants doing same day only. So we're not 100% sure how that's going to work yet, whether you have to make the reservation in the morning or go to the restaurant in the morning to make the reservation, or you just show up and say, hey, I want to do the package, which if you're not a planner, this is phenomenal news. So here's the options. It's Spice Road Table, which is in Morocco. It's a sit-down restaurant on the water. This is also a great time of year to eat at outdoor restaurants, um, November and December. The other is, which this is the confusing one, Regal Eagle Smokehouse. That's a counter service restaurant. So not really sure what that means, it is the cheapest way to do this. Yeah. So if you want the cheapest option, Regal Eagle, go get your, your barbecue on. I'm I'm going to assume you get a beer with that. I don't know. It's $40 at Regal Eagle, where the most expensive is Le Cellier, and that's $100. And that's so, per just, person, you guys. Yes. So we, you're going to pay you. you want to see the candlelight processional. But, um, but that's we ended up doing that last year. We went to Beer Garden. It was very good. We thoroughly enjoyed it. This is a good restaurant. You definitely don't leave hungry. And you get a show. So you technically get two shows. The show at Beer Garden is great, too. Um, There's a trumpet player in it. That's all I care about. So um, the the actual show, the Candlelight Processional, it's gospel choir. There used to be tons of high schoolers. I don't think that's back yet. Mm, I think they had that last year. No, they didn't have the high schoolers. They had cast members. There was lots of cast members because they could require things of cast members where they couldn't of high schoolers. I see. Okay. Okay. So that's not 100% sure on that, but it's huge choir. Uh, Voices of Liberty is involved if you've seen that show. So yeah, a lot of professional musicians mixed in with some amateur musicians. Uh, The orchestra members, the band members that are Walt Disney band people are there. You have Harold Trumpets. Anytime they break out a Herald trumpet, you know you're in the right place in life. So it's it's a great show. And the narrator is just kind of like icing on top to say, like, I saw Neil Patrick Harris. Um, so some of the highlights, in my opinion, this year, there's there's Whoopi Goldberg, Josh Gad, and Neil Patrick Harris. Those are the three that jump out as at me. Um, Angela Bassett is also on there. She's the the narrator of the fireworks over the Magic Kingdom currently. Oh. Okay. So that's a little Disney connection there. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are the the three really big names. Um, there's still a couple TBA. I love TBA. They're my favorite. Just somebody awesome, maybe. Just maybe. Somebody. It's not me. They haven't contacted me yet, though. <laughs> me either. Huh. Gosh, darn it. What? Someday, Lynn. Someday. Mm-hmm. But it, have you looked at the list? Am I missing a, a big name? Well, that, I mean, when we go, it will be Edward James almost. But he does it like every year, doesn't he? He's always there. Yes. Yeah. Almost every year. 
<laughs> so I mean, okay, everybody's so- big ticket person's different. So yeah, those are for me, my personal. So that so it changes every week. So look at the schedule. If there's someone you want to see, you have to. I don't think you would try to plan your trip around that, but maybe you will. I don't know. We uh, have for Neil Patrick Harris. Wow. So yeah, it's there's lots of people that this is the big ticket thing on a lot of people's trip. And okay. I would say don't sleep on it if you like music and Christmas. Yeah, this is the most Christmassy thing you can do. It's, I think. It, from the the true meaning of Christmas, the religious aspect, it's like the only offering really yeah. in the park. And there's people that are upset that it exists and I like, then don't go. Yeah. It's the world. I'm not going to attend a different service around the world. Yeah. This is in the American pavilion celebration. Yeah. So just to clarify, don't go looking for something else. Right. Yes, for sure. Okay. So let's um, move on to ride redos. Mm. Um, So of course, as I mentioned on your podcast, I love monsters Inc. So I just love the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, and I thought their Christmas redo of that or holiday redo of that was hilarious. So some rides they kind of um, adjust. They and th- I think this is just at the Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for for the Monsters Inc. It's just the Christmas party. Yeah, um, but they totally but- change up the whole thing. I mean, the animations and the whole deal, which I think is pretty amazing. So I'm glad they do something. I wish they did that to more things. Um, my favorite is the Jingle Cruise. Um, it's where they take the Jungle Cruise and they just make horrible Christmas jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a bow constrictor in a tree and they say, oh, look, that tree. Somebody put a boa on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's Jungle Cruise for you. Right? Yeah. And jokes about why is it called the rainforest? It's the rain, dear. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's- and. That one is Non-stop. like a super popular ride yes. now. So if you want to ride the Jingle Cruise, probably you want to do that first thing when you go into rope the party. Rope drop that, yeah. That's mm-hmm. a rope drop item or a Genie Plus. That one runs all Christmas season. Oh, it that's does? Not just, just at the, the party. party. Yeah, because okay. there's there's elements that change within the attraction. And then, I mean, they can change the spiel on and off, but they do it the whole time. So other ones that they change are Space Mountain. I don't remember what they changed. I don't. I don't go on Space Mountain because it induces vomit. So I'm not sure. I'm right. sure well, it's I great. It, I think I they remember. project Christmas colored things. Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe it's I, red. That could yeah, be. I think. I'm I not sure. Don't that. quote me. Yeah. It's going to so be the quote. Whatever it is, it's not very exciting. So I don't remember it. But um, And then Tomorrowland Speedway and Mad Tea Party. And then they say, I haven't ridden this. I'm sure Doug can, well, I don't know if you don't ride Space Mountain, then maybe you don't ride the new Guardians of the Galaxy ride. No. I've done it. I've tried it because I'm going to try it, but I look forward to hearing about it. Like they're going to change up the music, right? Right. So it's going to be Christmas. holiday music instead. Um, of I assume this is like rock and roller coaster where they're playing music in your ear as you're riding. Yes, yeah. they do. It's, it's uh, music. It's kind of theme to the music. It'll be interesting if they change any of the other show elements because it's all just projections and screens and there's no physical rocket raccoon standing there that you have to swap out the clothes on like they do figment. See, they do an overlay imagination. They put a Christmas sweater on figment. Oh, no. I, that's my and <laughs> Yeah. And then um, living with the land, they put some Christmas lights out there. It's like someone's like, hey, Tomorrowland Speedway rammed to Home Depot and they got some lights and put them up. And someone at 
at the living with the land is well we can do that too and they just went to target so it's not quite as big but someone had a target run over at living with the land and there's oh, that was nice of them they make a sand man though like a snowman out of sand so i'm oh, sure well, that's real good. sand yeah. um so they try yeah so just keep your eyes open when you're in the parks there are lots of little little things little details that they do that they may not promote or whatever yeah. and then of course they overlay the castle which is awesome in my opinion. I loved the, I loved the 50 anniversary castle and I love this holiday castle overlay with the projections. I think that those are just absolutely amazing. And then they do the same thing at um, Tower of Terror. Um, mm -hmm. Gets an overlay, like it looks like a Christmas gift. Yes. So in Tower of Terror, they actually have little shows, like animations on it that rotate and it matches what's on the screens down Sunset. Um, so make sure you check that out. The castle. So there's some angry people about the castle, though. Lynn. They officially announced the dream lights are no more. They're not coming back, which once they figured out how to project essentially the dream lights, it makes sense. Nobody has to be on a crane for three months in right. Florida putting up lights. Mm -hmm. This the last so many years we've had a crane next to our pictures from like august 1st until things you know not thanksgiving but november so hey the crane's gone the projection like they make it look like it's wrapped with wrapping paper um they make it look like a traditional like garland and stuff so it rotates through different type of screens with the projections i thought it was very cool last year um that's what we're getting dream lights are gone sorry it's I like sad projections. i i could stand there and just look at that for mm -hmm. The, the oh, dream lights were amazing. I'm not taking any away from them, but it just the they're gone. They're done. Sorry, folks. It's okay. official. Fork. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention, even though it's small, but I really enjoyed it, was the Christmas tree stroll at Disney Springs. So they put up all these different Christmas trees that are themed, and they are incredible. Like they had a haunted mansion one mm -hmm. and a nightmare before Christmas, which we love both of those things. And we just sort of happened upon that. And I mean, just incredibly. Well done. Very artistic yes. and like we wanted to take them home to our house. That's the danger is you see all these trees and you get these ideas for like oh, a second tree at home. We have like, many of those ideas. done, Right. And <laughs> I worry one of these years the idea happens. I'm like, I don't want to put up a second tree. So it's a lot of ornaments to buy. Yeah. Um, so it's very cool. It's a scavenger hunt. Um, I don't know where you apply for the scavenger hunt, but there's a way to get a prize. Um, so that's, that's one very cool thing. Um, it's neat. There's lots of trees. It makes Disney Springs almost bearable. But the problem is it's at Disney Springs when people are Christmas shopping. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very well done, Disney. Well done. Yeah, smart. Um, okay, anything else major that I missed or that well, you particularly like? Um, so Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam is also officially done. They are not doing that at Hollywood Studios. But, oh, and that was like a projection show too, wasn't it? Um, projection fireworks. Um, okay. Yeah, on the main hub there on the Chinese theater. Uh, Animal Kingdom has these winter wonderland puppets. Like there's a polar bear and a snow fox and stuff. It, it's interesting for about a minute and a half. And, and then you move on. But they have a projection show as well on the Tree of Life, and it brings wintry stories to life. So there's like deer sliding on ice. It is interesting. The projections are great. 
um, makes you wonder how you don't do something all year when you see it and you're like, like it looks three dimensional. I don't even know how they can project on the leaves that well, but they mm. do. Um, it's really cool and worth checking out on your way out of the park or okay. your way in, depending on the time, because it does get dark earlier that time of year. So check your times guide for that. Um, let's see. Epcot also has the, um, oh, I'm forgetting the name of it. There's All the, the cookie, cookie, tr- ho- cookie holiday stroll. Cookie stroll. Yes, where you can, it's kind of like a scavenger hunt, but for cookies, which is the best kind of scavenger hunt there is. Um and you also have the storytellers, there we go, around the world showcase. So you can meet the different versions of Santa Claus, essentially from different countries. Um, so my kids like to talk about the witch from Italy who yes. puts stuff in La shoes. Mifana. Yeah. So that's a Epcot. They get that late start, but they come strong with all of their offerings, especially in the world showcase, all the well, all the countries, most of the countries have something uh, for their culture. They also have like an Israel or Hebrew thing. So you do get that storyline in there too, which is really good. Um, so lots of different cultures and ways that the holiday season is celebrated around the world. Um, and that's one thing I like about Epcot. And I think in general, the anything else, the the music soundtrack at Hollywood Studios is my favorite it's big band swing but christmas and i like, I like it i like it yeah and the christmas decorations at echo lake make some great pictures at hollywood studios there yes i said it lots of good trees and all that and I, yeah i love the holiday music that helps just put you in the mood um okay so any other food like i i will say like when we stayed at beach club last year they had a little kiosk set up in the lobby and you could get the best hot chocolate in the world <laughs> my opinion i was like must get this every day so good um and just little holiday treats you know that you can get and assume that's kind of everywhere but yeah they're sprinkled throughout um like they even add a dessert to pico spills they have like a sweet potato something dessert um so there's lots of little things lots of different places um some we don't know about until they exist but if you like mint or peppermint, this yeah. is the time of year for you the because they'll just stick that in everything and call crushed, it Christmas. Crushed, crush a candy cane, put it in your hot chocolate. That's what they right. do. Then I must have had to do that ever after when we returned home. <laughs> so there's lots of little snacks and drinks. So wherever you're eating your counter service meal, there's a good chance. I'd say 75% chance that there is some sort of special Christmas dessert offering. Um, lots of the, the food stands do have like a special drink. So you will not go hungry if you're only going to eat Christmas food. Well, you're never going to go hungry at Disney world. So I always want to eat so much more at Epcot than, I mean, I can't even begin to touch what I would like to try there because there's just way too much. Um, yeah. There's also a cinnamon roll that looks like Mickey at Starbucks in Magic Kingdom. That's a, cool. evidently a Christmas thing. I didn't know, but I, I read that. It's back. Yeah, I'm going to advise, don't Not wait for Starbucks don't. in the parks. That I love Starbucks, but gosh, that takes forever. We have people that say you just rope drop it. So it's, 
Sticky. Well, that makes sense. I guess you just get there first. That's what you're rope dropping. Starbucks. You're rope dropping Starbucks. You can, um, if you're, if you're going to rope drop Space Mountain, I will say this, you can stop at, like, you're on the, the tap styles, right? You're one of the first people in. You can go rope drop Starbucks, get your Starbucks, and then be about 20, 30 people back of the rope at Tomorrowland. It does work. Okay. We'll All allow right. that. Good tip. You can still get your Starbucks in. Um, and I also like they have, I don't know, I've enjoyed over the last couple of years, the um, photo opportunities and what's, the, what is it called? Magic, what is it Magic called? shots. I don't know. I, um, I don't know. Whatever the photo pass that you can get. Like I finally got that last year and I really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. And I made everyone, my family go take pictures, particularly at the holiday party at mm-hmm. the different spots. And it was some of it's cheesy, but we came out with some good photos because we never take photos of our family because we have to stop and ask someone. I think mm-hmm. that's common. So it's nice. At least you just have a photographer. We didn't find the lines to be too long. You get a well-lit shot with a good camera, you know, at Disney. And then I happened upon in March, this capture your moment, which is where you can book a 30 minute private photo session at the different parks. And so I did one at Epcot because I wanted to have some photos to use for my business. And it was amazing. Like I picked Italy and I had 10 million shots that they took in 30 minutes. So, and you can do this with your family and you can Mm -hmm. pick your locate anyway. And it was very inexpensive, I thought, for what you got. So just that's a tip. Yeah, the the memory maker, um, like that's above and beyond, which is awesome. The regular memory maker is 169 if you buy it in advance. And that covers your whole length of stay, your whole party, everybody in your room. You only buy that once per room. Like you're not paying per person like everything else. So it's it's a good deal because if you think about how much a photo session costs with a professional photographer at home, right? It, it's not cheap, even in like, where I live in Nebraska. So it's, um, and they do have little signs you can hold. They do their magic shots where they will put Tinkerbell in your hand or Chip and Dale. Um, Ratatouille is running away from you. (laughs) Yeah, there was, we were on Castaway um, on on our, our wish cruise and the photographer made me stick my hand out all weird. And I was like, Oh, this is going to be a magic shot. Is it? I'm like, I don't want this unless there's a porg in my hand. And so, and the photographer is just like not having it. And my wife isn't allowing, you know, me to be my, I'm like, no, I want a porg. And so we got a picture with a porg. And then of course there was Sebastian, I think is what the actual magic shot was supposed to be. Cause you know, we were on a beach that makes more sense than a porg. So yeah, I was surprised they could put a porg there to be honest. I thought I was asking for something I couldn't do. Yeah. And I think those, I mean, I was, I thought they turned out really cute. I don't know. I'm just surprised because you do feel stupid holding your hand out, but it turns out oh, cute. And so I just looked I've... up this capture your moment thing. It's $79 oh, for wow. eight people for a 30 minute private photo session. That's that you have to, it really... has availability. So you want to book it plenty ahead, mm-hmm. but just Google that. Um, well, it says 20 minutes now on this thing, but mine was 30 minutes. Um, it's probably a better length. Actually. I can't smile that long. 30 minutes, your face starts to get so sore. To and the last, places, the know. last pictures, you're like, ah, you're, it's, <laughs> it's not working. Um, yeah, I am a big advocate of memory maker and using the photo pass photographers. It's confusing because Disney has like seven different names for the same product. Um, 
you can ask the photographers to take a picture with your phone as well. Um, but just get the package. Also, this time of year we're talking about, it gets dark at five o'clock. So you're in the parks in the dark a lot. And guess what? They do better taking pictures. Not all of them are winners, though. Not all the pictures they take will be the best. So we yeah. suggest if you have the time, if you're doing, you know, get two different locations of the same-ish thing. Um, then you're bound to have one that's really good where all your kids are actually looking and the exposure's right, you know, yeah. things like that. I agree. Yeah, they're not all great, but you definitely get some winners um, in the bunch. So, uh, okay. Any other inside tips for Disney at the holidays? And we'll wrap it up. Well, the the biggest tip for the I'm holidays. The tip. Oh, we already said it. It's to rope drop. Okay. It's to get up early as much as you don't want to. Trust me, it's worth it. Get to the park about an hour before it opens. That means getting on a bus an hour and a half before it opens. Here's the real tip. If you ask anyone at the hotel that you're staying at, what time do the buses start? They're going to say 40 minutes before park opening, which is a lie, a flat out blatant lie. But they'll always say 40 minutes. I don't know why Disney can't tell us the truth sometimes, but they like to lie. So you get up really early, you go to the park really early because the other thing Disney does during this time of year is they expand park hours. So they're going to open even earlier than normal, which means you're getting up stupid early. Um, But that's what that nap is for. Trust me, take the nap. There's my biggest tip is Disney naps are the best naps Um, and just enjoy the atmosphere. Also, Santa Claus. We forgot about Santa Claus. You can meet him at the Odyssey at Epcot. The Odyssey is the weird little building that you mainly think is just bathrooms um, between Test Track and Mexico. It's kind of off to the side. That's the Odyssey. There was the like preview center for Epcot of all the stuff they aren't going to build. That's what was in there last. Now it's going to be Santa Claus. Um, also, you can meet Santa Claus at Disney Springs at Once Upon a Toy. Not sure the dates in which they start. Epcot, I would imagine they have to wait until Black Friday because can't be Christmas before Thanksgiving's over, even though we don't celebrate Thanksgiving. That's the most frustrating thing about being at Disney World on Thanksgiving is the only thing Thanksgiving is the PhotoPass photographers have little signs that say Happy Thanksgiving. Other than that, it doesn't exist. It's just Christmas. Here's one of the things I just thought to ask you is yeah. if you're going to be there like us over Thanksgiving, is there like a better park to be in on Thanksgiving or Black Friday? That's a great question. Animal Kingdom's always going to be the basic answer on that because if people have one or two or three park days, Animal Kingdom's the park they're not going to, mm-hmm. right? So that's going to eliminate the one day people that are going to go on Black Friday. Black Friday is the busiest day. Thanksgiving starts out really slow. Rope dropping on Thanksgiving is great. By the end of the night, though, everybody's tired of their family and turkey and they're at the Magic Kingdom. So Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios are typically going to be your better bets on the busier days of the year. When New Year's, Hollywood Studios in the evening was empty because everybody was at Epcot and Magic Kingdom for the fireworks. So like New Year's, you can avoid the craziness by being at Hollywood Studios like and just go on Smuggler's Run on on repeat until you get Chewbacca mode right. Um, So there's that's kind of the tip. 
Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, you're going to avoid because there's no fireworks. Fireworks draw people. Um, The same issue with party days during this whole period of Christmas parties. The Magic Kingdom during the day on a party day is as empty as it's going to get because people aren't going to use their one day ticket or their non hopping ticket to go to the magic kingdom when there's not fireworks. Right. Okay. So the non party day, say there's a day between two parties, the magic kingdom will be bananas, but like new year's night, everybody's at Epcot. And when I say everybody, I mean like, everybody's at epcot it is crazy but there's special djs and dance parties and silent discos and hats and noisemakers if i was 22 it'd be great but i don't know <laughs> yeah it's kind of like me in times square like it was great when i was 22 i'm gonna pass on it any further that's that's yeah that'd be that same thing yeah. so that's a good question avoiding the crowds on those days but i would hollywood studios animal kingdom those are your best bets Okay. All right. That was super fun. Thanks, Doug. Will you tell us where everyone can find you out in the World Wide Web? All right. Well, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Rope Drop Radio. Um, We got that on everything. And then a podcast you can find wherever podcasts are found. That's Rope Drop Radio. It's a Disney travel planning podcast. So we talk about Disney every week in some facet of the planning process. Uh, like this last show, we recently talked about things that we love it or leave it at Epcot, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, lots of fun, lots of great guests, but Rope Drop Radio on all the things. So do yourself a favor, go subscribe to Rope Drop Radio podcast right now. If you like Disney, you will yeah. not regret it. We normally say one useful thing in episode and the rest is us just arguing about things. Being funny. You know, banter banter one useful thing one pearl of wisdom per episode that's all i promise that's the guarantee okay all right that and we will buy your extra icing at gaston's for your cinnamon roll it's free you just have to ask see there's the pearl of wisdom ask for the extra icing at gaston's it's free they'll give you a little cup of icing (laughs) perfect okay well thanks so much doug and uh, we will see everyone on next week's episode have a great week If you're ready to fly your family free forever, I invite you to join my family's Fly Free membership. You'll learn how to stop paying for airfare throughout the US, Caribbean, and Europe so you can make those priceless family travel memories before your kids or even your grandkids leave home for good. And you'll learn it using my simple proven formula that's helped hundreds of families. Plus, it's risk-free. You either get your investment in the membership back in free travel, or I give you your money back. You can get more information at FamiliesFlyFree.com join.